So the preface all this though, this is Latin America, right? It can pop off at any time in any place. And you have to be prepared for that, right? If you want to experience the amazing vibe, the scenery, the culture, the cost of living, the chicas, like uh, you need to be <laughs> prepared for doing business in places like this, cause you're gonna get, you know, probably stashed once or twice or go through some stuff. Like that's what you chalk up to. <clears throat> Buenos dias, amigos from Bogota, Colombia. There's been many, many news and fear mongers talking about the dangers of Colombia. And I thought, okay, let's uh, shoot back at it. Plus everyone clicks on these videos. I got robbed in uh, Latin America. I got robbed here and there. So I've been traveling for quite some time. I probably spent uh, two years and some change in my life traveling Latin America. Obviously it's a whole lot different than Europe or Southeast Asia. Uh, but I'm gonna give you my reality. I've been robbed once and I'll go into that story later on. Um, I do think I've always been delusional to danger, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I also think that helps me. The vibe you give off, uh, uh, you know, the hippie stuff really does create your reality. But also, I mean, not looking like you're scared. Because what does a robber type of person want to go after? First, for sure, someone that looks like they won't fight back, which I don't recommend you doing, but uh, an easy target, right? And the second is obviously someone who, who looks like they're worth something, because why would you want to rob someone that has nothing on them, right? So obviously that's a big um, cliche tip. Don't show papaya, that's the Colombia thing. And then anywhere in Latin America, you don't really want to show wealth. Now I don't follow that. You know, uh, my years living in Italy ingrained into me style and dressing nice. And I'm not, I'm not gonna just put the flip flops on and wear shorts or look like a stupid, you know, broke gringo, no matter where I'm at. But if you want to be extra safe, I would do that. Take off jewelry, take off the watches. Of course, you don't put the phone like this, the iPhone. Um, but it's just being aware, right? If you see shady people, go into the corner store, you know, and be careful or check your phone, not on the streets, but in a store nearby. Um, I personally like to uh, get in front of it. And um, by that, I mean, hey, hola amigos, buenos dias, como estas, boy gi, beleza, you know, just be friendly, say hi. Cause normally they're like, okay, why the hell would that dude say hi to me who, you know, I usually say that to guys that look scary or a little group of, you know, you know, tough guys. Like, why would he be that friendly and open? Like, does he know something I don't know? You know, does he, has he done this before? Right? So I don't necessarily uh, recommend that. I personally like to chit chat with people on the streets and get my vibe up as the day goes on. Because uh, if you do, you're welcoming conversation, right? And I'll say, oh, you know, como estas, muy bien, yeah, where are you from? Donde eres? And all of a sudden, they don't want to leave you alone, or what you doing, gringo, and et cetera, right? But um, I don't know, it's never been an issue for me. Of course, you don't want to stay in the favelas, in the, in the hoods. Ironically, some of the safest places in Latin America are the, the favelas, the slums because usually the people um, there keep a grip on their community and the troublemakers go to work, in quotes, in the city, right? 
but uh, yeah, you don't want to stay in, in bad areas. Um, for example, in Brazil, the centrals are usually most dangerous. Um, so I wouldn't be walking around at night there. I wouldn't be hammered there. You know, take the Ubers. Obviously, Uber is very inexpensive if you're earning, you know, Western salaries in, in Latin America. That does suck because I do love to walk. Um, I've lived in many European countries and that's one of my favorite things to do is just go for a stroll and, and walk and walk. And But I don't do that uh, nearly as much in Latin America, for sure, okay? Uh, a classic one is the hood maps. So Nomad List, dude, he's got this on his website. The hood maps are a non-politically correct uh, uh, diagnosis of cities. It's hilarious, the stuff they put on there. But yeah, I mean, you can afford to stay in the nicer areas. Otherwise, if you can, you know, you better know how to speak the, the language and, you know, not be uh, an idiot, right? I'm gonna fix this a little bit. Yeah, hood maps is good. You can see the good areas beforehand. Obviously, go into the expat groups, ask questions. Um, you know, people have been there before, get in touch with them. So the preface all this though, this is Latin America, right? Shit can pop off at any time in any place. And you have to be prepared for that, right? If you want to experience the amazing vibe, the scenery, the culture, the cost of living, the chicas, like uh, you need to be <laughs> prepared for doing business in places like this, cause you're gonna get, you know, probably stashed once or twice or go through some stuff. Like that's what you chalk up to, you know, the lifestyle you're about to enjoy, right? If you lose one iPhone in two years, what is that? You know, a thousand dollars? Well, how much money did you save living down here? How uh, valuable were the experiences you gained and etc. So you have to be willing to lose stuff, right? If you're that broke and the phone is your life, well, I wouldn't recommend coming here then, right? Um, the one is none, two is one thing, meaning uh, have two phones. Okay, you know, preferably have the shittier phone when you go out with the service and a nice phone you leave in here, right? I don't really follow that, but it's definitely good advice. You know, have two laptops, especially if one breaks, not even get stolen. You know, you don't wanna be trying to buy a two, three X priced uh, electronic in, in Latin America, because the, the electronics are ridiculously expensive in Latin America. Their isolation policies are some of the worst in the world. So you're gonna pay two to three times as much for Apple products and you know even normal stuff that is imported because they don't make electronics, right? Uh, so yeah, uh, that abundance type mindset, well shit, if you take this phone, I got this other one, it is what it is. Um, you know, I travel in Latin America, I only use this wallet, right? And I have a one card in there and then some cash. Normally, um, I have a way bigger wallet with a ton of different stuff on me, but here, you know, I'm way more minimalistic when I go out and about. But yeah, I mean, you just have to be prepared that it could pop off at any moment in anywhere in Latin America. I think the chances still, if you're not a 70 IQ gringo, are very, very slim. I'm talking like two, 1%, but it can happen. You gotta be ready for that mentally and, and you know, deal with it, right? Um, if something does happen to you, I would just give it to them, right? Try not to get in that situation, but you know, a thousand dollar iPhone is not worth your freaking life, right? And some of these dudes, that iPhone is worth three months, four months. I mean, maybe keeping their kids alive with the food. So do you really want to go into that battle? No, I don't think you you want to get into that battle. Um, okay, so hey, my story. 
So like I said, I've been uh, many different places in Brazil. I lived in Brazil for a year plus of my life from Floripa to Belo Horizonte to Joa Pessoa in the Northeast. Um, obviously traveled to the Rios, the Salvador, which is a super dangerous city. Um, I was in the murder capital of Brazil just for uh, an evening, but we had some beers in the in the bar Mansoro. Um, a lot of little villages uh, all over the Yucatan and the Riviera, which is quite safe in Mexico. Um, Lima, uh, the Cusco, all the Sacred Valley stuff. Now I'm in Bogota, Colombia. Um, and I've been robbed once, okay? And this was entirely my fault. Uh, earlier in the day, uh, we went shopping, right? And during that shopping, I started getting really drunk at the Caparinas, bought a bunch of stuff. Um, I was with uh, some locals who I'm friends with, you know, everything was cool with them. And uh, we kept drinking, I kept buying stuff, and sooner than later, it was like dark out. <laughs> and we're still in the Centro uh, of Belo Horizonte. And we're like, fuck it, let's keep this party going. Mind you, I have like three shopping bags on me, right? A wallet full of freaking cash. Um, obviously my iPhone, you know, jewelry on. And uh, it came to the point where we're at this hole in the wall bar, like you order at the bar and everyone's just standing outside drinking, right? In Central, like I told you, Brazilian Centros are not necessarily the safest places uh, to be. So picture that, I'm the only gringo in this group of like 50 people looking like an idiot with shopping bags, jewelry on, you know, flashing cash, hammered. And um, I forgot, probably like 20, 30 minutes into it, some dude comes from behind and <laughs> snatches my necklace off. I'm like, what the hell? And he just starts running through the crowd. Of course, no one did uh, anything. Luckily for me, the necklace, um, I had some sentimental value, but nothing crazy. I got it in some vintage store, some city, I, I, I forgot. And uh, I mean, it was worthless. I mean, that dude was probably gonna get $5 from it, nothing crazy. And so I thought about that, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep drinking, right? I didn't even you know, think about it and uh, the party uh, continued. But I'm like, dude, I had all this stuff on me, you could have took, and you took my necklace? I mean, so they're not the brightest. And that is uh, an issue though with these people because if they're not the brightest, they'll do crazy shit, right? They're not thinking uh, coherent, but yeah. This freaking craziness that I've been seeing everywhere about the Americans being drugged and ransomed and kidnapped. Like, I mean, and this is usually with the woman, like you meet at the dating app and they scope you and so forth. Like, to be honest with you, like you have to be very, very horny and very, very stupid for a woman to scope you like that. I'm sorry, like that's just is what it is. Like you can't be that naive like, of course, this isn't, you know, Europe, right? Like, you have to be on your toes, like, not an idiot. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel just as safe in the uh, majority of Latin America as I do in major um, USA cities. That's where I'm from, the United States, right? And uh, I, I think the, the danger is blown out of proportion, but it can happen. And you need to be aware of that and I wouldn't want to tell people like oh you're going into fairy tale land everyone is wrong the, the misconceptions are, are false you know but that has happened to me many times you know the northeast of Brazil has got like nine out of ten of the murder capitals in Brazil which is one of the most highly murder places in the world and I felt completely safe in northeast Brazil never had an issue once right and you know you never have an issue and then one day 
bang, it happens. So it is what it is, right? So I think if you have any sort of situational awareness, any sort of travel experience, and are not a freaking hornball, you're gonna be fine in Latin America, okay? Like, the, to me, the the violence and, and whatnot, I think for sure, it has been blown out of proportion, especially growing up in the USA. I mean, everyone believes that, right? Um, but uh, even all these new dudes shooting back about, not necessarily new dudes, but they're shooting back against this, uh, this traveler, oh, Latin America is the safest place in the world type of mindset, right? The truth is somewhere in the middle, but I would hope and I really, really do encourage you to come here and don't get discouraged by the perception of danger because you're gonna miss out on a lot if you do that. And I feel really, really sorry for you. Like, if you like Southeast Asia, um, to me, Latin America, they're very similar. You know, you get the landscapes, you know, the fun, nice people, obviously the cost of living. Um, dating, okay, for the Western dude, it's usually really good in Southeast Asia and Latin America. It's basically to me very, very similar. It's just that in Latin America, you have the on edge feeling, okay? And I actually like that because when I'm in Southeast Asia, oh my God, it's too easy. Life is, there's no like struggle, you know what I mean? And I, I missed while I was in Southeast Asia, the feeling of like, oh, okay, you know, I gotta watch myself a little bit in uh, uh, Latin America. But that being said, there are plenty, plenty of places in Latin America where you can get your traditional lay by the, the hotel pool, go to the beach, kakuna matata, get drunk and not have to worry about anything. Like there is so much freaking money at the top here in Latin America and they have all their little places that if you're you know making decent money, you can easily get into down here. Um, like I said, my time in Florianapolis, Florianapolis is Europe. You know, and I stayed in the central for one month, right? And then I moved to the Bar de Lagoas and then to the north. And um, the central is the most dangerous part of it. And there was homeless dudes in my street and the street had like a lot of cool bars. So that's the original reason why I, I picked it there. You know, I wanted like a hub to go explore the island, but also have some action, not just be chilling on the beach like I later did. Um, and the homeless dudes were super nice. You know, every day I'd walk by them with the laptop, you know, all my stuff in my backpack, you know, to go to cafe and work. And so like go to Floripa. There is no danger that I've heard or that I personally experienced there. I felt like I was just in Europe, you know what I mean? It was, it was a hukuna matata. But there's plenty of resorts, plenty of places like where they don't let in any troublemakers. Um, you know, there's a lot of clubs and stuff that you have to pay like 100 reais, which is like 20 bucks. And you know, they have security, like five entrances of security to get into, right? So yeah, um, so that is my, uh, experience and my knowledge on uh, these places um, don't be an idiot and <laughs> you're gonna be fine if you don't be an idiot and have some sort of you know sense you know now if you're the Americano that typically goes to Cancun for a week and all-inclusive and that's how you like it Akuna Matata you know to you but that kind of attitude and that way of living of just total carefree yeah of course that doesn't work if you're doing some you know real travel throughout uh, uh, Latin America. But um, yeah, I hope that helped out some people and, and uh, gave others more clarity on the situation uh, of the danger in Latin America. And just don't be fear mongered into doing shit that you actually you know want to do because Latin America is an amazing, amazing continent area full of beautiful, amazing, wonderful, great people. I'm getting sick of it. Um, I, I'm, that's why I've been here for 
probably a year and some change straight. And I need to get back to you know civilization, I say. And uh, I'm going back to Europe. So, but I guarantee you in a couple months when I'm in Europe, I'm gonna be like, damn, I wish there was some dude with tattoos on the face riding his moped coming at me. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, it's a weird feeling that uh, I enjoy and um, I bet you'll get uh, accustomed to and, and find interesting if, if you come down here. So enjoy.